All right, welcome to another episode of Homestead Shop Talk Podcast with three homestead, homestead dads. Uh, <laughs> Al from Lumna Acres, Ben from Holler Homestead, and myself, Jason, from Sow the Land. And there's no topic today. We're just going to see where today goes and how far we can take it. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Um, have you guys ever had a video that got demonetized on YouTube? I'm just curious. I don't think we've had one get demonetized. We've had them get the uh, the little yellow symbol where they're like limited. Um, and it's usually like butchering videos and you know stuff like that. That's that's what'll get limited. Actually, the the last one we had limited, uh, the three year old climbed like two rungs up on a ladder behind me while I was working. And apparently the AI hated that. So it wow. flagged our video. So yeah, I don't know. Weird stuff. Yeah. The robots are getting smarter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think we had one like, oh. age restricted one time. Age restricted. No. So I, I just happened to look um, and I have 20 videos that are limited. Um, not completely demonetized. I think I have one that's no, maybe two that's completely demonetized. Um, like the 20 videos, most of those were the first year that I was doing YouTube and it's all for, um, using copyrighted music. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. And that, that was me not, um, I guess not realizing how it worked. Like I would use whatever music yep. and I was like, this is a cool song. I want to use it. You know, like I didn't <laughs> care. I didn't care anything. I just wanted the cool song on the video um but then um i have one of our beef beefy boys that we butchered uh last year um that one got demonetized do you know what for no yeah. i mean they don't really tell you so i've been told and some things you can do they don't like seeing blood if you're showing the blood you can put it in black and white what <laughs> and editing and then it's not red so it's okay so we also watch a lot of gun channels and shooting channels and when they're shooting body torsos they use zombified body torsos so when you shoot them it's squirting out green, green blood yep. and not red blood and <laughs> yep. i think that's how they get away from getting demonetized because it's not red <laughs> wow no i mean i i kind of knew that i don't think i really knew that but i just assumed like yeah you know, my videos are edited. I, I don't, I don't think I show that stuff. Or I try not to, but when you're butchering a cow, it's kind of hard because yep. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Black um, and white or fuzz. Yeah. So, <laughs> but for whatever reason it, but not, so both of my, my steers that we butchered, one of them is, is still monetized, but it's like one of the, well, I forget which one it was, but one of them got demon. I even like try to fight it. But they're like, yeah. yeah, no, we can't. They didn't, it didn't work. So, but the, well, I guess the reason why I looked is because you know that ham, that cured ham video I just did, like last week, I think it was. Yeah. That one got limited, demonetized. That's because <laughs> the AI doesn't like cured hams or what? I know. I was like, what? I can't believe. Like, why is this limited? That's it's... not FDA inspected. I... <laughs> The algorithm don't like cured ham. <laughs> nope. Um, so I that fought was a it, pretty know. innocuous video. 
Like I yeah. I can't figure out there must yeah, have been like a... like a word combination that was said and the AI's yeah. like, oh triggered. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. So like, you know, you could fight it by like, you know, AI detects it first, I think, and then you right. could fight it by I want like an actual person to review it. So I I fought it and then they said, Okay, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so I had to have a you know real person look at it, and yeah. that now that doesn't always work. Sometimes they're like, yeah, this is not gonna fly. Yep. But I thought that was funny because I was like, what my cured ham video? <laughs> yeah. What sucks about that is like, it always limits it right in that first little bump that you get right when you post. That's mm -hmm. when the video makes the most money, and they'll yep. limit it, and then you miss out on making money on that video. Like it's just. It's a scam. Yeah. And what I don't like is that they don't tell you. And they yeah. still play commercials on it. Yes, oh, they yeah. do. That's what annoys me. We have a lot of friends that, you know, that do hunting and fishing and stuff, and they'll get demonetized or limited. And But if you watch any of their videos, they always have all the commercials on and all the ads. Like, oh, wait, you don't you say people won't put ads on it, but yet you're still playing your ads on it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, you know, it's ridiculous. Like way, way, way million years ago, uh, I used to put my music up on YouTube. Well, I was trying to find an old song because, you know, that was many computers ago, many devices ago. So I, the only place I have some of my original songs is on my YouTube channel. Well, I never got across the threshold to even put ads. And back then it was like, no, I'm not putting ads on my music. It's, you know, it's free. I'm not going to do that. Well, I pulled up one of my videos and there's ads playing on it. I was like, are you kidding me? They're running ads on a, like, not even monetizable channel. Like, this is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So what, what, what can you do, you know? We're using their platform, basically. Yep. I know. It almost makes me not want to do, film those type of videos and me, you know, butcher videos. Um... But darn it, man, I like I like showing that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what's the alternative? Like, have you guys looked into other platforms? I know, like, looking at BitChute or Rumble and stuff like that, there's just not enough people on those platforms. So what's the alternative? So Rumble, I guess, is growing. I was just listening to a podcast the other day with the CEO, and they just signed a contract the UFC, I don't know if it's UFC, they just signed a contract with somebody pretty big, so they're getting pretty big into sports. And I, so I don't know like what the AdSense is or how that works, but they have quite a bit. I think they have 57 million viewers or something like that there. So they're growing. I was surprised to hear how much they were growing. But yeah, they signed a huge contract. I wanna see if I can find it. With some, you know, I guess sports is big. They've been doing live streaming. So I don't know, like, is it Steven Crowder? He's a political, he's over yep. in Rumble now, and I guess he gets huge. They're trying to get people like that to do the live streaming over there because they bring over the, the big eyeballs, so that's helping them grow. So I've been, we have, we've had a pay, our own Patreon uh, probably the last five years, and uh, I put random, that's why I've been putting my uncensored stuff up. Um, they get the censored stuff on our channel, like like the beef butchery that got censored. <laughs> that got demonetized uh they could find the the uncensored version on our patreon and that's what i do um i mean for i think i have it 
maybe as low as two or three bucks. Well, they can bad. go on there and and watch uncensored of me, you know, butchering animals. <laughs> there's some other random stuff on there, but <laughs> you know, I there's like this. I, I have two sides of it. As as someone who you know, we make our money on the internet. You know, dance puppet dance. Uh, <laughs> but there is some information that I would I would absolutely share for free. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like the butchering, you know, how hard it is to learn butchering from the internet. Like it's really one of those things you got to get your hands in there, but I have found some really good videos. Well, the thing I'm seeing now is everybody, because of the censorship issue, everybody's going behind a paywall. And what happens is, you know, the problem I found with search engines, even DuckDuckGo, it's getting harder and harder to find stuff on a search engine. You know, all you get is mainstream uh, results on your search. Good luck finding someone who is, you know, they have their own website, they're behind a paywall. They might have the video that would help, but you're never gonna find it with just a random internet search. So it's one of those things. It's like, well, what's the answer? Do we just keep posting censored stuff and have to lead people over to your platform from there? do we all want to do like a members area type of thing? Like, what's the answer? These are, these are questions that I know I've been asking. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. It's hard. And then you got to, yeah. Just filming those videos too are so hard. That's what I was going to say. Filming <laughs> butchering videos are hard because you're usually dirty and messy and <laughs> then you got to get your camera out and yeah. Yeah. Man, and then we had our go, go, go day. We had our neighbor film our first pig class and yep. I mean, she got everything. I never had to grab that camera. I never had to do anything. She even came and like found me while I'd be in the middle of like washing my hands and be like, okay, you want to explain what you just did? And I was just like, yeah. this is how you film a butchering day. You got to have a, a camera yeah. person. Yeah, That's for sure. Perfect. Especially when you're teaching a class. Yeah. Now did that video get demonetized on you. How'd you guys do with the pig ones? We don't show hardly anything. Yeah. We have the the footage archived, so we could probably, uh, you know, make a off platform video where it's got the whole you know uncensored, uncut version. But yep. the bandwidth right now, mentally, I know Meg doesn't have the bandwidth to start doing extra content for other places. Um, yeah, we've talked about it. I'm, I'm I don't know. Maybe you guys have talked about it too. What are your thoughts on getting an editor? Do you think you could relinquish control? I think the control part, and I would be hard because. But I think one of the one of them I can't wrap my mind about mind around. How do you get the content to them if they're not local? Like I know you can upload it, but Cloud. our average our average video has between, I would say I go through between two hours and six hours of raw video footage and shot in four K. So how do you upload that to an editor? And then how do they go through that if they're not there, knowing what's going on? Uh, you uh, you could always just like send them your your memory cards, and then <laughs> you just you know get a schedule going to where yeah. you know what you film today is going to be next week's video, kind of thing. I mean, we've done that before. We've been like three four days ahead uh, on our our filming schedule. 
And like, it's kind of cool because you have this little buffer thing. And then, you know, if something goes wrong, it's like, well, we've already got three videos in the chamber. So if we don't film today, we're good. Uh, that's not how we're doing it right now, but we've done that in the past. So, I mean, I suppose it could work that way. I think if you did that, you'd have to be like two weeks to a month behind almost just with all the back and forth, back and forth. I think it'd be a lot of setup. Like, yeah, it seemed, it'd probably be a lot of work up front mm -hmm. of like, Hey, this is how I like it. Or this is how <laughs> I want it. You know, don't try to do it all crazy. Like, like you think you so should do a, it. It's a control you know? thing. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, like somebody might come in and be like, Oh no, you know, it's a, maybe they want it all fast paced or something like that. And, you know, bells and whistles, but that's not really what we do. So it kind of has to match. Yeah. Right. It has to match what your viewers. I think are probably used to too, when it comes to what they yeah. do your channel for, for sure. But they would probably do a better job. Honestly, <laughs> that's what they, if that's what they do. Right. You know, that's so been one of those things we we've talked about it just to, you know, change stuff up. And I think what it, means for me is like i have to completely change how i film stuff like yeah. i have to that too you know like the whole time you're doing it shoot for the editor not just shoot for the edit uh like i would have to stop and be like hey cut out the part where the baby's screaming bloody murder because someone uh you know <laughs> walked by her and looked at her weird you know that's all <laughs> that's yeah. all the stuff that now all of a sudden has to be like you have to stop and do something because you know i'll hand meg the camera or uh, the the footage and she'll get to see the epic meltdowns by the toddler and she just laughs and delete so you know <laughs> it would be different it would be real different having an editor we've had editors do the my facebook videos um but, but they're just but they're working old footage yeah they're just working with already uh yeah. jason approved footage and i don't know about you guys but when we were building and doing stuff and video and it's like in my head i'm like editing what we're recording already so when i have it on the computer it's already like pre-programmed in my head what we're doing so yeah i don't know i wonder how that would work if if it was somebody else doing it and they weren't there seeing in real life what you were doing but i think i would probably try it just to see how it would look you know maybe even even if it's a maybe a one video a week somebody yep. does somebody else does it and see what that looks like. And even just to relieve me from one video edit a week, like mm -hmm. that, that's huge. That gives yeah. me like a whole extra day almost to, to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'd uh, get half of, if I gave up my editing, I'd get half my time back. Yep. Yeah. It's like, what would I do with all my time, all that time? I could build more projects. <laughs> I think what's funny is, uh, a lot of people don't realize YouTubing and like doing what we're doing. YouTubing is a full-time job. Uh, me and Meg were adding it up. It's like, you know, I, I film all day and then she edits the next day. It's mm -hmm. eight hours of work a day. It might not be eight hours on my part and eight hours on her part, but by the end of the week, you know, it's a full-time job worth of work in the filming right. and the editing and yeah, getting the comments of, yeah, it must be nice. You have all this free time. It's like, you know, this is a full-time job. It's not as cushy and awesome as people might think but i mean i guess yeah. think that if you want 
Right. I had more free time when I worked full time and had a homestead without videoing it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's just so you, when you get into it, you don't think that, but I will, I'll definitely say that. I think it was just, just today I had somebody reach out to me asking me if I needed an editor. <laughs> <laughs> I might hit him up and, and just to see what he has to say about it. That's funny. And if you do it right, the people watching are, won't even know that you had an editor, that you have one. Yep. Right. It should, you know, it should be seamless. Right. If you can find the right, per like the right fit for your channel, for sure. Yeah. So what, what's up, guys? Did you guys have anything uh, crazy to do this this past week? Yes, man. I cut down. Crazy. Yeah, I cut down all my trees. I, all I, of them. I've, <laughs> all but two. So. Oh, the ones got, by the house. Yeah, the ones by the house. Like it's real nice in the summertime because they completely shade out the house. They keep the house way cooler. But we're getting ready to start this addition, and it was like, all right, well. Two of them got to go, so we took those out. And then today, that was what we did all day. It was like, you know, change of plans. It was like, we got to take out these other three. So oh, we wow. took them. We've taken out five. I've got two left, but they're they're out away from the house, so they can stay. But, man, like the last couple trips of hauling brush down with the tractor <laughs> coming back up the hill, it's like, Wow, that looks so empty and just <laughs> naked up there on the hill. Exposed. Exposed. I feel like everybody can see us up on this hill. Feel naked. <laughs> so when do you think you're going to actually start on the build? Tomorrow? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, nice. we're I'm I'm to the point like the only thing holding me holding me up is me. Um it's really not that complicated of a build. Uh I actually just talked to a friend tonight uh right before the podcast that uh he's he's got a lot of building experience and i was like okay here's all my here's <laughs> here's the questions i've got am i on the right track and he's he pretty much confirmed everything that you know the direction i was going so yeah i'm ready to start doing my footers and getting everything going on that's cool it's gonna be a race yeah. it's gonna be cool be awesome it's always a race yeah. It's always a race. You know what? I've always done better with deadlines. I, I enjoy deadlines. Like it's Under just pressure. Like, yes, yeah. Bring the yes. pressure. Yeah. Did you figure out your roof line? How are you gonna? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I did, and then talking to him, he, uh, I told him our plans. You know, we're gonna make it this wide, this long, and yada yada. Told him how I was doing the roof, and he's like, "Why don't you just make it bigger and turn the whole thing into a double wide, and then, you know, then you've got it. Change the roof line, you know, re redo the peak and all that." And it's just like, "Dang it, he's right." I guess we're I guess we're gonna make it another two feet wider, and we'll just nice. basically turn it into a double wide. The whole length. Yeah, yeah the, the whole length. length. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah, you guys will love that. I'm sure. Doubling the size of everything. Yeah. Man, I I found a, a a website that it's like a like a blog, and they've got all sorts of various like mobile homes and things that people have done to mobile homes. I found one, and these people made a two story addition for their mobile home. Uh, put a half basement under the one they've got, and then a full basement under the addition. Like yep. this is a mobile McMansion. <laughs> Like the amount of work they did to it, they're never moving it again. It's not a mobile home; it's a home. Yeah. Uh, and I found out that this home is the next county over. Wow! 
It's like, Let's wow. See it. Yeah, I want to go see it. <laughs> Show me what you I did, because now I'm thinking I need a basement. Yeah, I know somebody who did that. They did, <laughs> they did a basement addition and then a garage, and they re, so it's a, like a full size house. But the reason they did it is on at least in our area, the the mobile homes go down in value. So his taxes over the over years depreciate instead of a house where your taxes go up or stay the same on a mobile home, they go down. So he's like, why not just do a mobile home? He's got a full <laughs> foundation and he's got everything like, just like everybody else has. Nice. But, yeah. Yeah. Mobile homes, uh, North Carolina doesn't really like mobile homes very much. Uh, the, the things that I've read, it's like, yeah, it's just like that. They depreciate. They, uh, on paper, they just considered a pile of junk. And it's like, ah, oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's I, hard to get a. I, it's hard to get a loan on them. Yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. I'm, I'm the king of my pile of junk. <laughs> right. Which is crazy because there's mobile homes everywhere around here. Yeah, yeah, there are. I mean, there's still like there's actually businesses that build mobile homes still. Oh, yeah. So there's, you know, homes double wide still. Yeah, yeah we yeah. we have a, a Clayton Homes or something like that. Yeah, right, right in town. So like they're yeah. building them and selling them, and I think what's crazy is like they're like a hundred fifty thousand dollars like base. Like I couldn't wow. believe how expensive the new ones are. Like for that price, man, you could you could do the shed to house thing and have <laughs> way better built. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. If, if if we didn't do the mobile home thing, we probably would have done a shed to house. Yep. Yeah. So when did you guys change your minds about the build? Is that just like something recently? Like, okay, we're going to do it. This morning. This morning. <laughs> awesome. We, uh, it, it, I don't know, for probably the past two weeks, I think we've gone back and forth on everything we're doing. And this morning it was like, well... I guess I can I can go get the stuff to start working on footers this morning. And so then we walked out there and you know we're looking through the window and it's like okay here's a couple boards like this is going to be our view. And I was like well let's let's go this way and you know let's make it bigger this way and and then I thought I thought we had like settled and then you know by the end of the day it's like well why don't we just you know basically make a double wide and we'll just yeah it changes daily. Until there's actually concrete on the ground, it's right. going to probably keep changing. Perfect. That's cool, though. So you guys are going to be busy in the planning stage and <clears throat> designing and drawing everything and going on Pinterest and seeing what you... <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> all, all Pinterest does is cause marital strife. <laughs> so did you get your stumps out? You were working on those last week, right? You know what? I gave up on the stumps. Uh, I'm like 99% certain that this, uh, this, these red oaks don't copus, so they're not going to re-sprout from the stump. Uh, yeah, but I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably kill them anyways. Just drill down into the stump, make a couple holes, and poison them, so they they die real good. And then the poison would keep termites out of them. Not that I'm real worried about termites, but. Uh, yeah, I ended up just cutting them off at the ground. Uh, the way I'm doing this, the, uh, the pylons that we're going to build. I mean, I'm, I'm going to hit roots period. 
Like that's just yep. a a fact of life that you know there's trees here there's gonna be roots so we'll just cross that bridge when we get there we'll burn that bridge when we get there you know <laughs> if i gotta chop out roots i'll chop out roots but lots yeah. of saws all blades yeah i'll just go to harbor freight and buy the biggest box of saws all blades they got and i'll just deal with it yep it's gonna be some fun content ahead then for you <laughs> i hope so you know i i'll say this I, I've been like this close to a panic attack every time I think about posting construction content. Uh, we got so absolutely beat to death in the comments when we were building this thing because you have all your armchair quarterbacks. I mean, we had people threaten, threaten us. We had people, I mean, we had people getting our phone numbers and calling us to tell us we're doing stuff wrong. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So we get up daily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet Every you time do. we do something, we get the emails and this and that. It's like, it's crazy, there's like man. 10 ways to skin a cat. There's so yep. many different ways to do it. But I, I think what's frustrating is, you know, I'll look at the codes. What are the building codes here? And you can build it the way it's supposed to be built here. And someone in Florida is going to be like, ah, oh, your house is going to blow away in a in a hurricane. And it's like, well, the codes here are for here. You're in Florida. You have different building codes. Yep. So it's just, yeah. people don't think like, they don't think like that. So yeah, it's just. You, when you guys are doing a, like say you're filming during the filming of your videos, in your head, do you picture all the comments that are going to come up, and then you do you try to answer them as you're filming? Like Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'll I'll do something, and I, I can hear the comments, and I'll be like, hey, "Yeah, Meg." I'll walk over to the camera, Meg. Make sure you don't show that. <laughs> yeah, in That's my head, really I'm thinking like. Guy. I know what they're going to ask. And so in my head, I'm like, well, I should, I should answer that right now. <laughs> you know, and you know, of course you don't, you don't get them all, but, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I, that bugs me. Like I shouldn't have to think about the comments ahead of time. You know, I should just do my yeah. thing and then yeah. just let them, let them comment. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's a struggle. I'll give my, usually when I'm doing electrical, I'll give my disclaimer. I am not an electrician. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, don't copy me. I'm just doing it. I, um, I know what I'm doing, but you don't need to copy me. This is not a how to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, that's especially anything regarding electricity. You have to just, you have to specifically say, I'm not an electrician. Um, huh? You know, I've, I've learned this. I've <laughs> yada, yada. I mean, you know, you know the drill. Uh, there was stuff, there was stuff I got beat up on that people, you know, told me I was doing wrong. And I, the video was literally me undoing the way the mobile home was built in the first place. You know, and they're, <laughs> they're beating me up. Like I did it that way in the first place. It's like, no, we just got here. I'm undoing this, this death trap that came from the factory. Like, yeah, just stuff like that. It, the commenters will get in your head and drive you insane if you let them. They will. Yeah, they will. I know. Sometimes I've I try to. I don't know. It's hard to remember that too. Sometimes because I'm like, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe I should do it this way. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I just needed to figure it out myself. 
You and know. sometimes you can you can learn some good things sometimes. Oh, for but, sure. So it's kind of hard, like that happy medium, because you can drive yourself yeah. bonkers going through them and listening to them all. But then at the same time, sometimes you you do learn some things. So it's kind of oh, like yeah. sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're right. Great. So you got to find the happy medium. Like, how do you yep. not just completely shut off from reading the comments? Right. That's kinda. hard. That's you the know, hard part. That that you pretty much said it right there. Uh, every now and then we'll just have a run where we get a lot of negative comments and mm -hmm. we have to quit we have to quit reading comments because it's that you know protect your your own emotional state uh, mm -hmm. otherwise it's not very fun uh, you feel like a prisoner in your own home right. but we do enjoy the comments because it's that it's that the percentage you know you'll get 300 really good comments and then one bad one and that one bad one is what sticks that's the one that you pay attention to and i don't know why it's that way i don't know you know yeah. i've i've worked in a machine shop it's a very rough environment you have to have a very thick skin to survive and so i don't know why all of a sudden it's like oh a mean comment on the internet oh that hurt <laughs> I, I don't know if i'm getting soft like i don't know what it is but <laughs> yeah that's just the way it is yeah so i was doing electrical this week we got quite a few comments oh. and emails and <laughs> nice that was when we first started so now we have it done so as we're recording this video those videos will be out by the time this video this podcast is out so i'll be interested to see what i get for comments from yeah. all the stuff that people haven't seen yet but <laughs> that's great but yes we have all of the power ran out to the barn so we, we did all the underground work and then we got all the wire the power ran out we got the junction the uh, breaker box out installed we got lights we got outlets so that's awesome but i'm sure we'll be i'm sure i did something wrong they'll let me know <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out i'll find out she had to run power underground you say yeah i ran it underground from the workshop over to the barn she had a trench yeah we trenched that Trying to think, like a month ago, maybe we had oh, a warm up. Yeah. So I, I buried remember the you talking about that. You gotta, you gotta think ahead. Yeah, this time of year, you gotta think ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad we did. So, yeah, That's so we good. pulled all the pulled all the wires, did all the fun stuff. Okay. So I ran all of the wires in the barn, in the metal conduit, flexible conduit, kind of thing. So that way, the animal, the critters can't chew on it. But, and I was told that was wrong. I shouldn't do that. I could put it in burial. I'm like, uh, mouse can still chew through underground rated burial conduit or rubber. Mm. But that's not going to stop them. So, then we packed coffee. We did our coffee sale this week, so we spent one day packing. That's it's it's fun to do that because it's something different. I don't know. I yeah. enjoy. We do it every other week, about so it's kind of fun. It, it's a different you, process. So you. When you say pack coffee, you pack the the uh, the, the coffee beans in the bag. No, nope. is that what you do? Or what do you do? Pack no, so we have a local... just pack it to ship it. Yeah, we just pack it to ship oh, it. Okay. We have the local roaster who roasts it a couple of days before we get everything over over, and then we go through everything and organize it, and then we just we pack all the orders together and ship them out. Cool. It looks like you always sell out. We have usually we we sell out within like twelve hours. Usually, it's kind of crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, pay attention, listeners who want coffee. You got to be in the first 
first like <laughs> four hours if you want all the coffee. Yeah, if you if you want if you want to have like the whole selection, you got to probably be within the first half hour to an hour, and then after that, it's it gets limited. And we usually it's funny because it's like we'll switch like the inventory, like we'll up we'll up like the decaf or we'll up you know whatever it is because that one sold out first last time. Then we'll up it, and that it helps a little bit, but it doesn't. So it's just, you know it's just weird. You ever get the emails of people mad at you because you sold out? Yep. We get people that are mad at us that sell out. We keep everything out of stock on the website. And we say this when we're talking about it. So we're like, okay, coffee is sold out. It's going to go live at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And I feel bad because we say it like when we're talking about the coffee going live, we'll say it like three or four times. And no fail, Gina will get an email. It's like 1 o'clock. I just went on your website. It's all sold out. It's like, yeah, it's because it doesn't go live until three o'clock it's one o'clock <laughs> <laughs> yep oh man yeah back when back when meg was doing the soap thing oh my gosh like exactly the same thing uh you know the store says sold out restock is just like you said same yeah. thing they'll email you're out of stock well the store hasn't hit the restock <laughs> yet like just calm down and then another email because she would sell out in like 45 minutes. Yep. Everything's still out of stock. I, you know, you're, you're dumb. You know, that, that kind of stuff. And it's just like, don't know what to tell you. You got the right. website campers that'll sit there and hit refresh over and over. And then once they, they know what they want, they fill their cart and they check out. It's like, it goes quick. You got to be serious. And it's all, you know, like the soap is all small batch stuff and we do our coffee. It's just small batch stuff. So you can only do so much at a time. Yep. You know, I'm just like, you guys, you want to have the fresh soap. We want to have fresh coffee. So we don't want to just get, you know, I'm sure we could go online and find like a supplier and buy bulk folders or something and just rebag oh. it. It's like, that's not what we want to do. Yeah, you know, no. we, we work with a local friend and they roast it that week, usually, or that week or within, or a couple of days before they bag it up you know quickly and so we were actually had some sun i don't know about you guys we i think we had like two months without any full sun we think we had like partly sunny i've been running my generator probably all of december and all of january we finally had sun this week and it felt good really in two days so far full sun so the crazy thing is if we get full sun i'll charge my batteries up in two hours and then wow. we can use whatever we want for power all day long. And it's like still going. But if we have a cloudy day, I got to run my generator for two, three hours to charge the batteries. Hmm. So, I don't know if you can tell, but I actually am a little bit sunburned from being outside <laughs> the past. Like Saturday was beautiful. Sunday was like white haze. The entire sky was grayed out. And then today was beautiful. So being out in the yeah. sun it's like i can feel it on my head and my cheeks it's like ooh, i got a little bit of sun today yes we're we are enjoying full sun nice which yeah, is temperatures like spring yeah it actually does feel like spring 60s? i don't know i don't know if i'm ready for it maybe late 50s i'm hearing middle of february till middle of march we're supposed to get like a polar vortex for the whole east coast so. wow yeah i wouldn't be surprised I mean, I'm, we haven't really had much of like winter. Like we've had, I mean, it's been winter, but it hasn't been like snowy or, and usually if it's like that, we'll get hammered towards the end. 
and I just saw somebody post something on Facebook, and it was like somebody that they follow on news, and it was like a news channel. It was like, yep, we're getting the polar vortex, and it was like the whole East Coast all the way down to Florida. I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was at Lowe's, and people are, I saw people buying seeds. I saw oh. people buying soil. <laughs> you know, it was like 65 degrees, and I'm like, oh. I don't know if you want to do that just yet. Right. I don't this know. This is false spring. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. believe it. Yeah. I know. It's like, like, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. But I know it's not going to last. I didn't want to burst their bubble. They look excited. To grow <laughs> I'm something. sure they so are. Like, <laughs> hey, I was like, spring right, fever. You, you, you do it. You do it. Get it done. <laughs> My cow jumped over the fence the other day. What? Yep. What? She was in heat. Milk cow? Is Milk there a cow? bull? Is there a bull nearby? No. There's no bull nearby. It was almost <laughs> feeding time and she was out of hay. I went in the house to, I was out of the barn at the barn we're building doing something. I rode up to the house, went to talk to the girls and we were going to go do chores. And I look out the window and I'm like, the cows are out. I'm like, how did they get out? And then when I got down there, the top electrical line was covered in poo. And then I could see there was like foot trot, uh, hoof marks in the snow right there. So they jumped over somehow wow. how tall man is it? like four foot it's over four feet high yeah it's probably four and a half feet <laughs> i'm like i wish i saw it yeah man cows in heat or something else like <laughs> they yeah, are they're, they're dangerous they're ridiculous uh that yep. our our dairy cow when we still had her i mean every three weeks it was like clockwork mm-hmm. every time she'd come yep. in heat she just starts acting the fool She's a grouch. I mean, it's just, it, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, she wow. was all rubbing up on me, wouldn't let me, like, she's, like, pushed me into the gate in the morning. I'm like, what is going on? And then something else, and we're walking back, and she was doing something else, and we were bringing it back from the milking stand, and I'm, she was like, I think she's in heat. And then that <laughs> afternoon, she jumped the fence. But, yeah, it's funny. Like, they'll, they'll do all different things. One time, they'll just be grumpy. One time, they won't move. One time, they're jumping and, you know. You have it yeah, electrified? Weeks. What's that? It's electrified? Yep. It's electrified. The whole fence? The whole fence. Yep. But it's... Wow. I mean, it's one of the battery-powered ones, so it's not... Mm. That's one thing I'm excited about having the barn, is in the barn, I got power. I put outlets outside, and we're going to have it set up so we can have a 110 fence yeah. charger, and we'll do a lot of the fences outside. We'll just kind of piggyback, kind of like what Ben has, so that yeah. way we can get power all over the homestead for the i know i can't wait to finish fence. my fencing and do that you know it's nice until you pick up the camera and everywhere you go on the property you hear the clicking <laughs> because you're you're never too far from a fence uh it'll yep. it, it'll drive your editor crazy <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if my fence does that like what is it what energizer do you have uh it's the biggest one tractor supply sells it's like a that's fun. Oh, I don't know. Seven joule fence, six point seven joule fence. So it's it's a pretty big. Okay. I know uh, if it shocks you, uh, okay. it'll shock the taste out of your mouth. That thing hits so hard. Uh, yep. I've seen pigs do complete backflips. Like it's it's <laughs> no joke. You uh, you learn not to try to step over that chicken net. It's not like yep. those little solar powered energizers. You will crazy. walk around the net and unplug it. It is crazy the difference between a 110 Energizer and a Solar Energy. I mean, the Solar Energize work, they do work, but they don't hurt. Yeah. If you get hit by a 110, you 
feel it usually for like the rest of the day. Like you'll feel some kind of something in one of your muscles. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe the next day you'll feel it too when you wake up. <laughs> you might pee your pants. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, whenever our cows, it didn't happen very often, but the, uh, the steer every now and then he'd decide that he was tired of being in the fence and he mm-hmm. would, it's usually when they're grazing and they, they're trying to get that grass that's just outside the fence mm-hmm. and they'll yep. have their head underneath that wire. Cause we just ran them with a single wire and he'd get shocked a couple times and that little energizer didn't hurt him. And so once they know that it's not hitting very hard, they just plow right through and go eat whatever the heck they wanted. Usually my trees. Uh, well, I would make sure as soon as I got them back in, I'd run a line over and hook to the big fence and you'd watch them and they'd come over and I'd just sit there and wait and you watch them and they test it and they'll touch that fence with their nose and that first shock, man, you can see the arc from that wire right on their nose and all of a sudden they respect that fence again and you can put it back on the solar energizer and they're not going to mess with that big fence anymore. So I'm looking forward to having the 110 hooked up again, but I, it'll be interesting to see if ours does the same thing that yours does. It, I mean, it, I guess it's going to, if you have a newer energizer. I don't know if you just had like some old one that you've had forever or if it I was mean, a new one. We got it not too long after we got here. So yeah, so it's you know, not it's that like, old. It's like four, three years old, something like that. Yeah. It's not one that's like 40 years old that you got at a yard sale or something. No, <laughs> no, actually my neighbor, tried to give me uh, one of those old ones, you know, from like the 60s or something like that. Great big, heavy duty. Uh, it's a constant voltage. Like it's, I have it's, one of those. <laughs> man, there's a, my, my dad had this, this, uh, it was a shocker for like, he, we always used it to keep the dogs out. You know, if we didn't want the dogs getting in the garden, we'd run a, a hot wire around and keep the dog out. Well, that one was no joke. Like it was, it, I mean, it was a little box, but it was constant voltage. Well, I had ended up borrowing that thing from my dad back when we lived in California because I wanted to keep chickens out of a certain part of the yard. Well, yeah, after I watched a chicken get lit up and because it's constant voltage, it's not that, that snap where it's, you know, pulses. No, that chicken hit the wire. <laughs> And then just like arched up and couldn't get off the fence. And it's just sitting there getting zapped to death. And it was just like, oh, goodness. And so, you know, after I went and got the chicken off the fence, it's just kind of sitting there like, what the heck happened? It If chickens were like cats, yeah, chickens were like cats. It just used up a couple of its extra lives. Fried but, chicken. Yeah, after that, it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not real cool with the constant voltage shockers. Like they work, but yeah. man, well, they'll they'll burn through the poly fence too. Yeah, because that's yeah, I had I one. I think it tells you not to use one of those. Yeah, I had one that I originally got back at when we lived. This was back before Olivia was born. We had horses and we had pigs and stuff, and we but we always used the metal wire. And then I don't know, must have been when we moved back here. And I put it up for maybe the pigs or something. Next thing I know, I had the poly rope and it burnt right through it. I'm like, oh, I guess that's the wrong picture. <laughs> Live and learn. Actually, I'd be curious. Can either of you guys, like, what kind of mics do you have for your cameras? I have a Rode mic. Do you know which one? Is it Phantom powered or is it powered by the camera? Uh, uh, or, or does, it, does it have its own battery? Do you have to turn it on or does it just turn on when you turn on the camera? 
it turns on when the camera turns on and turns off when the camera turns off. So that's the kind of road mic we have. I'm not sure of the number, but, uh, it's like a road mic plus, I think it's, um, it's, I think it's one of more, they're more expensive ones. I think I don't have it right here. Does yours, I think it's because our, our road mic is cheaper. I've got another microphone. It's another shotgun mic, uh, but it's got its own power supply. And so we don't use it because you got to turn it off and on and yeah, it, like it never fails. You pick up the camera, start talking to it, finish up, turn it around and, oh, I forgot to turn my microphone on. So and the batteries went dead and you didn't realize it. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if the reason we can pick up the clicking so much is because our road mic's too cheap and it just picks up, you know, interference. I don't know that yeah. oh, I'd have to try another microphone and see. I like the one I have. I've used that one for, I've had it for, geez, it probably, it's been four years, the same mic. I like it. We went to the DJI wireless mics that clip onto you. So we each have a mic on us. Are they square? A, what's that? Are they square? Or no, yeah. the DJI. The DJI, they're rectangle. But the DJI oh. has a magnetic clip. So you can you can have like your a magnet out here and inside you can put the mic. But also what you can do is you can plug a Lever mic into it. So I'll just keep my hot well just what we do now is we put the Lever mics clip them so inside so really nobody sees them. Then we just put them in our pocket. It pop. does make for a different um experience, I think, with the if you have a mic right here on your yep. lapel. Um, yeah, and if I'm up on a ladder working or something, you can still hear me talking. Or you know, yeah. if you're far away from the camera, you can still hear yourself talking when you afterwards. We've had good luck yeah. with those. I've thought about getting a lapel mic, but sometimes it's nice to know that you're out of range of the camera. I've never <laughs> been, I shouldn't say that. If I go for like a side-by-side -side ride and leave the camera, I will we'll be out. But if you can go quite a bit of different distance with the DJI ones and you don't lose it. Because Gina's been up at the house and she hasn't shut her mic off. Like she'll run up to the house to get something and I'll be down still recording at the barn. And then when I'm in editing, I can hear her in the house talking to Olivia or something. <laughs> so, and that's, that's quite a range. It's a decent range away. So, so it looks like um, I'm going to be speaking. I'm going to I'm going to Iowa. Iowa. At uh, the McMurray uh, Hatchery Fest. Oh, nice. cool. Um, they had asked me, and we're all going. Um, whole family's going. It's the end of June. Um, now we've been to, we've been over there before last year. I went and filmed their hatchery and, um, there is nothing in Iowa. <laughs> A lot of corn. I mean, it's flat. Like it's wild. I mean, I've never, that was the first time seeing like, I guess it's the Midwest, right? Yeah. Um, I've seen all like corn fields. Um, I never seen that in person. It's all like a big giant square grid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you drive or fly over it? We we drove. We we drove. We drove. Okay. Uh, it's like a, it's like a two day drive. You flying this time? Um, uh, we're debating. Uh, we're looking at flights. At first, we're like, let's just drive. I'd rather drive than fly. Um, but now I don't know. We I don't know what we're gonna do. They just seen what. It'll be interesting your perspective if you've driven through it one time, and then if you get to see it from above, like all the cornfields and everything. 
Yeah, it's a it's a long drive. I mean, it was just straight, just straight, you yep. know, flat. Um, no mountains. Um, it's pretty wild to see though, because we stopped by the the owner of McMurray. His house is in the middle of cornfields. Like he has like a square lot. I forget what he's on. Maybe two acres or something. And his property just looks so different than like because they're all around. He's surrounded by cornfields. And then you have his property, and he has you know he's moving animals around. You know he has chickens and like mostly everyone around him don't have that. Or they just get cornfields. <laughs> it's all cornfields. Yep. So it's it's wild. Like I was like I can't even think how this would be because it just like messes with your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, well, he's like, I have a pile of corn that they just give me for my animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a plus, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to go. Um, Char- Charles, Dad, I think, uh, Doubting. Yeah, Char- I, Charles I saw Dad. that the other day. He's going to be yeah, Charles. Which is pretty, might be pretty cool to see him. Yeah. Um, he posted something on Instagram the other day about the jet spraying. He's, I saw it like on Instagram. Oh, really? It was like all photos of the sky, and I'm like, "Is he doing this on purpose?" And then I read the, wrote it down below, and he was saying something about, yeah, about them spraying and taking the basically about the sunlight and you know that affects gardening. And he's gonna be having a video mm-hmm. on. I'm like, "Yep, I'll have to wow. try to remind, remind myself to watch that one." Yeah, sounds like a good one. That's he'll he'll the, be a good guy to meet. It's the subject we oh, can't yeah. talk about, but everybody knows about cloud seeding. <laughs> Yep, that's what they call it now. It's uh, geoengineering. But they'll talk about it in the newspaper. They just call it cloud seeding. Yeah, mm. the gardening in the sky. Gardening in the yeah. sky. <laughs> so now, what are you talking about? Do you have a topic that you? Um, I think I'm talking about like building uh, chicken tractors. Cool. Like how to build them and stuff. Yep. We met Ginger last year when we went down to the, um, like, homesteading festival in southern New Hampshire. Ginger was there. Okay, yeah. She's cool. Murray Hatchery. Tom was supposed to be there, but he he couldn't make it, so we met Ginger. Yeah, they're both both super nice people. Yeah. Murray's a bunch of good people. Now, how long is that one? Is it a weekend, three-day event, or? Actually, I think it's... I think the event's like two days, but I think the third day they're having some kind of chick hatching day. I'm not sure exactly what that is. I think it's going to be at the hatchery. I don't know if we're going to stay for that, but um, we're at least going to be there two days. Yep. Is the event but at I think the hatchery? No, it's in the same town. Okay. I think it's at like a an event fair center yep. in town or something. Um that's close by. I mean, it's just a small town. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is going with two of the events, you know, we always bring our own food, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and over there, Us there's too. not really nothing around there. <laughs> so if we fly, it's like, am I going to bring a cooler with me? <laughs> you know? right. So we're kind of weighing out our options here. We're thinking what we're going to do, but if we, if we drive, we could, we could just bring all our food. Right. Uh, but flying can be harder to do. Right. You'll have to get a so, cooler and put a padlock on it. And... I'm just going to bring my ham. Bring your ham. There you go. <laughs> bring your prosciutto. Yeah. 
So it should be fun though. So yeah, I think I just uh just did fencing this week. Did fencing today. Lots of fencing. I did manage to go to our local Habitat for Humanity store. And uh do you guys have a Habitat for Humanity now? Not, not anywhere super local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're always kind of hit and miss here. Yep. Um, but I ended up finding like a cabinet. We're trying to redo our mudroom. Yep. Um, we're thinking once we eventually do our kitchen is that because it's so small or it's smaller, the kitchen, is that, you know, all the cooking stuff, we're going to have to maybe put in our mudroom into another cabinet. Yep. Um, so Lorraine doesn't have to keep on going up and down our basement, um, you know, for our canner and, and pots and pans and stuff like that. So I ended up finding this cabinet at the restore and, and, um, I probably have to redo it somehow, but, um, what's cool about this restore is they have records in the back that I, I'd like to think that I'm the only person that knows about these records. I oh, know we've looked at them. <laughs> Except for me and Ben, <laughs> but actually the kids bl- broke our record player, so we don't really look oh. at them anymore. So I get excited every time I go. Like I'm just gonna stop by real quick and see what they got. And sometimes I find some really cool records because I, I collect records. And uh, this last time I was there, I was flipping through the records, and I always tell when there's new ones because they weren't there the previous week, you know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, they must have got a new shipment in. And uh, so I was flipping through the records, and this one guy, he comes up behind me. He has his both hands in his hand, in his pockets, right? And he's like, he he's like kind of whispering to me, like almost like he doesn't want somebody to to hear him. He's like, hey, um, so uh, my father-in-law has like hundreds of these, <laughs> and he's telling me this, right? He's like, and he, and he's selling them. And I was like, you know, I'm looking up at him because I'm like on the floor, and uh, I'm like, oh yeah. And I was like, like, what does he have? Like 45s, LPs. And he's like, he has, and he said, he said, I, he has big ones and little ones. <laughs> like he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't know what he like. He's like, I don't know what he has. He's like, but he's like telling me this in this soft, like almost like secretive voice, which is don't kind tell of creepy. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't tell anybody, but I'm, you know, my father-in-law has these hundreds of LPs, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And like, I was like, eh, yeah, I'm not interested, but. 20 years ago, I definitely would have followed this guy home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I got, I don't, I I don't think, I don't, I don't consider myself like a huge record collector right now in my life, but at one point I was, and I definitely would have followed that guy home. That's funny. Uh, So like, I have vinyl. So cool. Like that is a rabbit hole to go down. I know I could. Yeah. There were times in my life where I, every Saturday, I'd I'd spend two hundred dollars every Saturday buying records. I'd I'd hit up every thrift store and record store. Like it was like an hour radius from me, every Saturday, and I would just do that. Um, you I you still I, have them all? No. Well, we I brought. I had a. T- I don't remember how many I had at one time, but I brought them all with us when we moved out here. And um, slowly for the last seven years that we've been here, I I've kind of pared down a lot. You know, just we don't have space, you know, uh, and we're just like getting rid of some, just keeping the ones that I guess that I really want to keep. And 
I still have a ton. It seems like every winter I get rid of some. Um, and then lately I've been in the mood to buy more though. <laughs> so, but, but I'm still not as bad as I used to be. That's so. funny. I think the only time we ever, or I ever messed with them was when my, we got found like my mom and dad's when we were kids. as I think, I don't know, but the little ones are those 45s. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Kung Fu master and stuff like that. We used to listen to <laughs> <laughs> Man, when we were cleaning out the farmhouse when we got here, uh, there's old record player in the barn, and I found a whole bunch of records in the, uh, well, not only the garbage pile, but in the uh, the farmhouse. And there were straight up some records I had to, like, yoink. Sorry, kids, you're not listening <laughs> to that one. Uh, like, Johnny Rebel, uh, Dave Down Co. I mean, mm. some of those mm. old records. People who yeah. know will know, like... <laughs> It was like, you know, yeah. a couple of them had the songs on there. It was like, holy cow! Like, yeah, these aren't these aren't <laughs> going to see the light of day. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, the kids they come walking up one day and they're like, "Hey, who's?" Well, they say Elvis Parsley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elvis Presley, you mean? And so you know, we did some some music appreciation. Music <laughs> appreciation. That's been my. Uh... You know, if I ever start another podcast or YouTube channel, it'll be a music one. I think that's what I would do. If I could figure out how to play records on a video while I talk, you know, so that way I could talk in between playing the records, probably wouldn't be monetized. (laughs) (laughs) But I kind of just want to just something to, um, I guess, document some of the music I have, you know that other people can listen to if they wanted to. That'd be cool. I think that, you know, and just to have, but we'll see. Just the whole copyright thing gets in the, makes it all complicated. Makes it no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that was a good talk, guys. Yeah, this was fun tonight. I had a good time. Um, Time flies. Yeah, especially these ones where we have no topic and we're just talking. Uh, Time flies. We're all over the place tonight. It was cool. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast and watching the videos and our YouTube channel. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have an awesome week, an exciting week. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys next time. Catch you later.